the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. Well, I'm excited today because I have Tony Campbell here with us. That's Tony, T-O-N-I, Campbell.org if you want to learn more about her. But we have connected today. She has an impact in the church. She's the benevolence director at her church. So welcome to the show, Tony. I'm so glad to have you today. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. You're an author, you're a speaker, but you are an activator. I love that about you. You want to get out there in the community. You want to share Christ. You want to make a difference. You aren't sitting on your hands. (laughs) That's for sure. Um, When did you come to know the Lord? I mean, how did this all begin in your life? I was about 14. I had uh, always gone to church, the family. That was just part of what we did on Sunday mornings. But it wasn't until I was about 14 that I really had a personal encounter with Christ. Mm. Um, my parents were going through a rough patch. Um, my grandmother actually started listening to a radio program called Let's Talk About Jesus. And uh, the whole family started listening to that. And I was just so impressed that the host, no matter who called and what their question or problem or issue was, he knew right where to turn in the Bible. And I thought, I I need that. I need to know. Um, I need to be that voiced in my faith, that well voiced in my faith, that I that I could do something like that, and that really impressed me. And so, um, I just it was kind of a gradual thing. You know, there wasn't a day where it was just this aha moment, but I just feel like it was a gradual growth in my faith, and I finally laid down my my life and gave it to Christ. Mm, isn't that how it is for so many of us? There's there there is this surrender 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 but it's a wonderful i call it sweet it's a wonderful thing to give him our life you you did this so much that you felt that you wanted to share him with the community how to tell, let's talk about that sure um i was going to a church plant and they were very active in the community uh that was kind of my first taste i you know you always hear that the statement, does your heart break for the things that break the heart of Mm -hmm. God? And Mm -hmm. it really wasn't until I went to a Salvation Army drop-in center where we served a meal to the homeless, and I saw the immense gratitude for soup and a piece of bread. And I was like, oh, my gosh, there is so much more that we can do, so much more that needs to be done. And uh, eventually I went to another church, and they handed me a book called the Externally Focused Church. And once again, my heart was pricked because I read something that said, if your church closed its doors tomorrow, would your city notice? Would Mm. it weep? And I thought, wow, that's really Mm. an intense emotion. Would people care that we closed the doors to the point where they would weep over the Mm. loss of love and all of that? And so I went to my pastor, my pastor of barely two years at that point, and I said to him, you know what, 
this is a loving, giving place. I mean, I had found her. I was healing. I was in the middle of separation. Mm. And they had really cared for me. But I said, unless people walk in the doors, they don't know it. And uh, thankfully, he agreed and didn't get offended. And mm-hmm. uh, so he kind of pointed me in the direction of some like-minded people. Um, we had a food drive, and he was excited about the amount of interaction we had gotten from that. And I looked at him and I said, yeah, but nobody left their comfort zone. We still hadn't left the walls of this church. So you were in, like, and, the parking lot at that point or the church parking lot? Um, well, we, you know, we're collecting the food. Oh, at and, the church. And, okay. Yeah, at the mm-hmm, church. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, from the congregant. So, yeah, they had to go buy a can, but it really wasn't stretching anybody's face. Right. And they so, hadn't actually handed it outside the walls to the person. Correct. Mm-hmm, correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. We dropped it off at a, a food bank. Yeah. And so we started a ministry called Community Connections. Mm-hmm. We had no idea what we were doing. Um, <laughs> how to do it. So we literally just started phoning all these nonprofits in the area and uh, Christian organizations and said, hey, if we gave you some volunteers, uh, what kind of work could we do for you yeah. to come alongside of you and help you be more effective in the community? And uh, it started with the refurbishment of a Dress for Success office, which mm-hmm. helped women, you know, go back into the workforce with appropriate attire. And um, that then morphed into the thing that really changed uh, things, turned on the light bulb, moved the ship around, whatever you want to say. Uh, We went to a homeless shelter where one of our congregants lived, and she had said it needed a coat of paint, and it was just one of the most depressing places I've ever seen. Wow. And we knew it needed so much more. And so do you remember the show Extreme Home Makeover? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, we decided to do mini home makeovers. And so there were 17 bedrooms, hmm. and we parceled them out to the different small groups in the church. Oh, fun. And, yeah. It only cost a couple hundred dollars per group, so nobody was laying out a, a big amount of cash, maybe $20, $30 a piece. And we put down rugs and uh, gave them a desk lamp, and they had no no place to hang their clothes. So we put racking systems in so they didn't have to live out of bins, um, some artwork, and just, you know, new bed linens. Sure. Kind of made it like a dorm room. Mm-hmm. And um, the people, the reason the light bulb went on for our volunteers was because they weren't just throwing money at a cause. They, you know, they actually met the end user at the reveal at the end of the day, and they got to hear their stories. And so now mm-hmm. these were people. This was Danny and Rosa and, you know, Taisha and whomever, and, and they learned how they came to be homeless, you know, the different things that had happened in their life, loss of job or sickness or different things, and I think it dispelled a lot of misconceptions about homelessness. And it also put a face to it. Oh, and and there's nothing more rewarding than that. I mean, talk about the reward. How do you think uh, you felt? I mean, how does this make you feel when you actually do something for Christ? Well, you know, definitely you are, when you're the hands and feet of Jesus, first of all, you're doing what we're, we're called to do. Um, he modeled it for us. And so this is just an outpouring of our 
appreciation for all that he's done for us. So not only are we helping others, but we really, um, I, I hate to say we feel good about ourselves because you never do it for that, but it sure. definitely has that residual to it. Yeah. I love yes. the title of your book, Jesus Has Left the Building, <laughs> The Nitty Gritty of Creative Church Outreach. What a fabulous title, because Thank that you. is the challenge, isn't it? I mean, we you you have to have the building. You have to have the church. That's God's plan A for mm-hmm. salvation, and it's beautiful. But at some point, um, you know, Jesus said to go to Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth, and we have to be out there. Um, and, mm-hmm. and sometimes the practical things help uh, open up the conversation to share the gospel. Have you had that experience? Absolutely. Um, And you're right. It's the practical things. You know, people are used to people talking the talk, but they want to see you walk the walk and and see you um, really loving on them. No strings attached just because, Mm -hmm. you know, he loves us first. And so we're called to love others. And so there were many stories throughout all these outreaches that I share in the book um, of people that uh, were touched, where, you know, they came to Christ, they came back to the church, they, um, you know, have then gone on to volunteer themselves. Mm -hmm. And so definitely uh, very rewarding. You know, I think that is where we are going to see true lasting change. You think about it. I mean, Jesus fed the 5,000. Jesus healed the sick. Jesus was constantly there. I mean, he was eating at tax collectors' houses, and mm-hmm. um, he, he was there with the people. And there's something very special about being with the people. What What are some other ideas? Did you have other just uh, practical ideas? We have about two minutes left. Sure. Um, yeah, the, they can be small. They don't have to be grandiose. Uh, once we got done redoing that huge um, homeless shelter, one of the things we did was we created welcome baskets because when they finally found their own uh, place to live and they moved out, there were things that they didn't have we take for granted. They didn't need light bulbs or hangers or toilet paper in the shelter. But, you know, they needed all those practical things to get started. And so we would collect those types of items put them in a big laundry basket, buy some detergent and different things like that, give them a Bible, give them information on the church so that if they wanted us to pick them up and bring them in, they still had a contact point for us. But that was something that was really simple that had a humongous impact. Mm, I love that. You know, we did loads of love and would go hit all the laundromats in town. Um, Mm -hmm. We've done even just cans of Coke at hot stoplights and so many different things, even cleaning bathrooms. Um, But we've, we also feed, you know, people at different places in town. And I don't know, there's just so many, many ways, aren't there, Tony, that we can just love. Um, Yeah. I know of one church that converted a trailer into showers mm -hmm, so that they would mm -hmm. go into the city and the homeless would have a place to clean up. Wow. I love it. I love your heart. Well, we're out of time for today, but that's okay. Tony Campbell. I hope you'll go to TonyCampbell.org. That's T-O-N-I Campbell.org to learn more how Jesus left the church building. <laughs> that's a great title. I love the name of that for her book because we need to be out there, don't we? Out there with creative ways to touch the 
community so that they can come back to church and hear the gospel so that they can learn about the hope of Jesus. And that is our responsibility. I'm so proud of Tony Campbell. Go to TonyCampbell.org. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. I hope you'll have a fabulous rest of your day. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.